Swaddy Cop. All right, so this is our first time we're doing this podcast thing here in Thailand. Uh, we're sitting here at the restaurant connected to our hotel. I'm here with Ashley, Ryan, Taylor, Tara, Lauren, Sam, Mike, and Paul. So uh, we're just hanging out. We're, we're, we just got done with our first week of uh, orientation. Uh, we've been all over Thailand, traveling all over, so that's why we haven't posted anything yet. But this is our first chance to sort of dive into this podcast idea. So uh, let us know if it's a bad idea or a good idea. Um, but today we're going to just talk about kind of what this past week has been like, what we've been doing, um, and give a summary of that. So I've sort of assigned each aspect of what we did to a person. So Ryan's going to start us off uh, to tell us about what our traveling was like. Traveling was, it went as smooth as can be expected. Um, the furthest I've ever flown is two hours, so 20 was a, was a, bit, a bit much, but it went all right. No hiccups other than uh, when we first got started at the airport in uh, Cincinnati. <laughs> Apparently, you can't take six jars of peanut butter <laughs> with you on the plane. Apparently, you got to check it. So I tried to carry on a whole bunch of peanut butter and protein and all that stuff. The protein got through. Praise the Lord. But, but they took my six jars of peanut butter, and as they took it out, they stared me in the eyes because they knew it hurt. <laughs> So. Ryan had to look away while they were taking the peanut butter out <laughs> of his. Yeah. <laughs> our hearts, our hearts broke for him on that yeah, one. Exactly. Still a sensitive subject. <laughs> we don't talk about it's it. Too soon. They have peanut butter here, so it's all alright. Yeah. What What else did y'all think about traveling? Watching the sun rise and set yeah. two times in 24 hours was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Was cool. I watched the sunrise over Iran. That was awesome. That was cool. No matter where we went, people were always saying good morning. So it was like 20 <laughs> hours, and people always were still breakfast. saying good it's morning. Not morning anymore. <laughs> we always ate a breakfast. <laughs> In-flight meals. In-flight meals were not nearly as exciting as I thought they were going to be. No. Yeah. Yeah. They were fine. Worse than cash. Cool. Yeah. Worse than cash, exactly. Yeah, so we, we spent about 25 hours of travel time. We, uh, we left on a Thursday morning, and we got there on a Saturday night, and we stayed the night in Bangkok, and then... Oh, no, we got there on Friday night, yeah. yeah. And then we stayed the night in Bangkok, and then we flew to Konkan the next day. Um, next, it was a Saturday, and uh, um, kind of dove right into the culture of, of uh, Thailand. We couldn't really avoid it. Um, Mike, what do you think about the, the Thai culture? Well, the first thing I noticed <laughs> when being dropped off here in Thailand was the way they drive. And there's a few things I observed about the way they drove. Number one is you drive as fast as your automobile engine will possibly let you. Um, number two is you just kind of drive wherever on the road you feel like. <laughs> number three is there's not really any lanes. You just kind of don't hit each other. You mm-hmm. just try to do that. Yeah, that's the goal. Which is, it's, just, it's odd because you travel as fast as you can and you're still operating on tie time. And tie time is something weird because... You say, oh, we'll meet at 5.30, but you just kind of show up whenever you feel like it. So you travel as fast as you can to just show up whenever. It's, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to us. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah. No They're really suggestions. That's right. It's you see a stop sign, you choose what you want to do. Yeah. What, what, other, uh, what other weird stuff have you guys seen? Or Not weird. It's just different, you know? It's not, it's not, it's not bad. Wrong. That's right. Yeah. What else did y'all know? Haircut story? Um, yeah, uh, we'll save that one for, for Mike Mondays. 
That's right. That's good. That's good. What else have y'all noticed about the Thai culture? Just the um, overwhelming presence of just the Buddhist culture. Um, it doesn't matter really. I mean, we all kind of heard of like cultural Christians, you know. They they too have cultural Buddhists, um, but it's everywhere here. You always see the little um, houses that the spirits are um, so-called live in or the ancestor little houses. Um, and just literally Buddha statues everywhere. So just the overwhelming presence of that. And it makes you kind of think, like, if someone were to come to America, what would they see as, like, our religion? Like, what do we have everywhere? So. Yeah, that's good. That's also, it's, it's interesting to see how to be Thai is also to be Buddhist. They're both deeply connected. So when a Thai person comes to know Christ, it's almost like um, to their friends that they're rejecting being Thai. So it's, it's one, that's one of the biggest challenges that, Thailand sees to for people coming to know Christ. Yeah, that's good. Um, so one of the one of the first things we did after this orientation um, was we took a trip with all of our um, all the teams that were are, that are here um, up to this town called Udon, which is it's a it's a village we're going to be visiting a bunch. Um, it's not really a village; it's a city. Um, and uh, there's a there's a college there that we're going to be investigating whether or not to expand up there um so sam what did you what did you think about our trip to udon it was very interesting just to see like what the university was like in a thai culture we kind of came in at a odd time we came in right in between they were having classes so when me and paul we kind of went off into teams in two and me and paul were walking around together we were walking into a building that had a bunch of classes in it and so as we were walking around just noticing the schedule taking pictures of signs that we might be able to ask some of our interpreters to be able to help us with, help learn about their culture. It seemed very obvious that they were just all just staring at us in their classroom, stopping class almost entirely just to look at me and Paul walking around. And it seemed very quiet, but then there's also areas around where we could, kind of like college in America, where you could just see areas where they would hang out behind, uh, underneath where all the other offices are and stuff. It was really cool to see, um, hear about what happened to Ryan and Tara, they met, what was the title again, Tara? The Director of Academic Resources. Yeah, what, what, was, your, uh, what was your interaction with her? Um, well, the first guy we talked to, he spoke clear English. He studied in Cambridge. So he actually introduced Ryan and I to um, Ratana, the Director of Academic Resources. And she said that there are English students that come during the summer. And um, the next two Tuesdays, we're actually going to get to meet with them and interact with them um, just so they can communicate with um, English natives. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just pretty encouraging just to be able to hear that we're already almost seems like we're just about to hit the ground running. and We already have a foot uh, foothold already in Udon University. So it's pretty comforting. Yeah, I mean, we've been praying that, like, God would go ahead of us and open doors. And it seems pretty clear that he's done that, yeah. you know, in, in many ways. Um, so that was, um, what was that? Was that Tuesday? Yeah. We did that? Yeah, we did that on Tuesday. Um, and then Wednesday and Thursday, we spent time <coughs> in a village um, in a region called Galassine. Is that right? Galassine. Yeah. Galassine. It's spelled with a K, but you pronounce it like a G. Galassine. Um, and uh, it's where um, one of the Thai staff, his name is Pigai, um, his wife is from that town, and she actually became a Christian. Um, in college, but she remembers hearing from Christians who came to her town and shared tracks. Um, and we got a chance to do that too. Taylor, what, what did you think about our, our trip to Galassine? 
Um, well, knowing some CO Lexington people who went last year, I knew essentially kind of what it was going to be like going to the village. Um, it was the village of Coquelin. And um, so getting to go myself was really exciting, but I don't think I was really prepared um, just for the labor that it was going to take just to stay there for two days, um, as well as just um, realizing how, just how sad it was to go to a completely unreached village um, with all these kids running around you. So on Wednesday is where we, um, when we got there and we actually stayed, they kept all 30 of us of the CCP at um, Ying, um, Pigai's wife, at her mom's house, uh, mom and dad's house, which was really awesome because they are cultural Buddhists, but they welcomed us in um, just like they would up to their own family members and they cooked for us and everything else. Um, so from her house, it was only not even a hundred yards walk um, to the school. Um, and the school kind of acts as a community center. So we walked down to the school um, each time that we went down there. And this year was a little different from last year because they brought in a lot more students from a lot more schools that were surrounding the area. So there ended up being around 300 kids um, that were there to see us. <laughs> and I think we had just about as much fun um, with them as they did just seeing us and taking pictures with us and everything else. Um, but it was really cool. Wednesday night um, was the night that they really um, heard the gospel. Um, some of them for the first time ever, maybe, and some of them maybe for the only time. So um, that was really cool just to see and get to um, watch that happen. And they also handed out um, just some tracts, I think, that explained the gospel in Thai. Um, so that was really cool um, just to see that and be a part of that. On Thursday, we woke up um and we helped the some, some of us stayed awake the whole night yeah we, didn't wake I, up. I say, we, we was, just got out of bed <laughs> i was yeah. hesitant to say wake up because <laughs> i don't know if some of us actually slept nope. but um thursday morning <laughs> we went back um and the stu all the students were there again and we helped the co staff um kind of put on it kind of gave me a feel of like a vacation bible school in a sense yeah, yeah. And so there was one group who did like games and kind of kept half the kids entertained while the other half of the kids traveled around to four stations and each station taught them some type of simple English. Um, for instance, me and Mike were with a station and we taught them just simple English numbers and just how to count. Um, but then each station also described one part of the redemption story of Jesus Christ. I think it was um, creation, the fall, um, faith and redemption. Faith and redemption. Um, so that was really cool to be a part of. Um, it was a little challenging because we did not speak a lick of their language, so we had to really rely on the CO staff um, for all that. But we were just there to help and to aid them in whatever way possible. Um, yeah, and so we helped out with that. And then by about that afternoon, we were ready to go. So it was really awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, do, do any of y'all want to share it? Was, what was your takeaway of just the... From a spiritual standpoint, thinking about these kids, where and even just today, we learn just how unreached this area of the world is. It's about 24th or 25th on the list of tens of thousands of people groups in the world. It's like 25th on the list of unreached. It's it's crazy. Um, what do y'all think about that? Uh, just the fact that it these kids may never hear the gospel again. It's something you really have to trust God for. Um, like you were talking about, Paul. Um, how we can pray for them now that we've like we've seen them and we know like we know their faces um 
and you really like the little things and the little bits of love we were able to show them we can just pray and trust that God will somehow use those yeah we were actually um, talking about this earlier today and I really like something that Lauren had said that um, we say it's a village but and some people might think it's like an indigenous like little group of people in the middle of the jungle and it's not really like that at all um, we took highways there um, they had concrete roads like I mean it's like a little town that we have like in America electricity yeah electricity like um, they are just you know out further than the big cities um, similar to how America is too but um, something that Lauren said is it wasn't hard to get there and so for that it just really stuck out in my mind because the fact is is like the harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few mm-hmm. um, there's just not people mobilizing out to these little villages villages like Coquan and there just needs to be more laborers to be lifted up and so I think it was just um, really sad to me that these villages are going without um, hearing the gospel yeah, what you said about that was, was good. It's like kind of redefine what unreached people group means. You know, I was the same way as you. I thought like jungle, you got to go over five mountains and go across two rivers to get to them, you know, that kind of thing. But it was pretty easy to get there. Um, so you, you mentioned about the language, just how the barriers there, um, the barriers you had to meet them and talk with them. Um, Lauren, Lauren, what have you thought about just trying to learn Thai and to speak with them and connect with them using their language? Um, part of the problem there was that a lot of them spoke Isan growing up, so that's what the littlest children knew, and then they would learn Thai as they got a little older. So even the little bit of Thai we knew, we couldn't always, that didn't always mean anything to them. Um, so the Thai words we've been using the most are Sawadika, which means goodbye or hello. It's kind of what you say to anyone, you know, entering a room, seeing them in the road, whatever. And Kapkunka, which is thank you, so, or cop for the guys, cop for the girls. Um, so yeah, we've been using little bits, um, learning little bits of food. Um, today I learned that water was nom, nom blau, but I pointed to it at the same time, so I don't know if I really said it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but when we were in Udon, um, P. God tried to teach some of us a phrase that, to say to some students around campus. Um, what, what was the phrase, Mike? Pambua ki cop. Yeah, that, uh, it might sound really impressive to you that he, he's, he's got that. What, what does that actually mean? Um, I think it translates roughly to something like, I have to poop. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, P guy steered us a little um, off, the, off the beaten path there. Um, so and do you all have any other thoughts about language or funny, funny story this, that have happened with trying to communicate with the Thai people? Oh, yeah, so just a quick funny story. At the gym, we just learned some of the simple phrases uh, that Lauren was just telling us about, and Ryan was uh, prompting me to go talk to this guy in the gym and Ty and just ask him what his name was, just a very simple conversation to maybe see if he could speak, speak some English. So I gathered up the courage to go talk to this Thai guy, and I walked up and asked him what his name was in Thai, and he looked at me funny spoke back in English and said, I don't speak Thai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's good. I love, I love stories like that. That's awesome. That's really funny. So one of the, so we did that on uh, that trip on Wednesday and Thursday. We kind of had Friday off, I guess. We did a little bit of, of stuff on Friday, but um, Saturday was when the Thai students um, who we're going to be hanging out with for the next 
three or four weeks, um, actually met up with us at the church. Um, they all checked in, got their name badges and their T-shirts and everything. Um, we were there to meet them. Um, and it was kind of the first time that we got our eyes on, you know, our, our target for the summer. Um, Ashley, what, what would you think about, what was your experience kind of meeting them for the first time? What was, what was the feelings you got? Um, well, first, when they all kind of got there, um, it was fun learning all of their names. They all have really fun names here. Um, there's did you, a. Did you meet Ping Pong? I, met, I think yeah. I met Ping Pong. There was a cat. Uh, we thought it was Go Go, but it's actually Coco. <laughs> With a Coco. <laughs> so they have really fun names. And then um, just after getting to chat with them for a while, and um, introduce ourselves. Um, we had orientation with them and where they really just got to um, introduce the CEO staff and then us as well, the CCP teams. And uh, that was fun. They th um, we had to tell them our favorite foods and some other stuff and they thought we were hilarious. I think they were making fun of us a lot. <laughs> and then um, after that, they kind of just had a little extra orientation that we weren't a part of, but it was just uh, really great to see. Um, last night I got to go to a um, Thai festival that they have here with two of the students, uh, Kat and Som, and they were, I got to hang out with him the whole night, and they're just, uh, they're so much fun to be around, and it's, um, I just love seeing how easy it is here to make friends with the Thai mm -hmm. students, because they're just so sweet and welcoming already, and then we also got to see an elephant last night, yeah. and that was pretty cool, and just, I'm really excited, um, just being around them for one day already, I'm really excited just to have the rest of the uh, four weeks with them and just really getting to love on them and serve them as much as I can. Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all went, you went on the uh, the giant wheel with them. Is that yeah. what's called the giant wheel? They, they had never been on a Ferris wheel before. Wow. Yeah, they yeah. were scared. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, have you? Did y'all? Did the rest of y'all get any chance to meet with the Thai students and just talk with them and? Hear stories? Any any funny stories about some that? Of them. I met some that were on the Red Squad, Red Squad, Best Squad, Turn Up. Um, and the ones that I met, it seemed like the girls had better English than the guys. So I'm yeah. I'm thankful that I'm a girl in this sense because <laughs> the guys are gonna have a little bit harder time. <laughs> but I mean, guys guys have a harder time speaking English than girls, anyways. <laughs> that's so, so that's normal. Um, yeah, so that was that. That was cool yesterday to to meet with them, do that, and then today um, we actually went to church last Sunday, and we also went to church today. Um, but it's been a really cool experience. And I'll just let Tara let you talk about this. But what what has it been like going to Thai church? Well, um, it's been a much better experience than I really expected. You know, we don't really understand a lot of what they're saying. Um, but the main point is that we're all there for the same reason. We're all there to worship Jesus, and um, and it's, it, it really is so amazing to be singing these, well, not really singing, but hearing these songs that sound so familiar, but it's in a totally different language. Mm -hmm. And um, it we sings them today. Yeah, together. yeah. It just it just shows how how big God is. You know, He crosses language barriers and mm -hmm. seas and. Um, you know, we're all worshiping the same God, and it's great to be able to connect with people of another culture on something that um, we may not be able to communicate <coughs> to each other, but we know that we share. So it was really awesome also being able to see multiplication, too, through that, mm -hmm. um, that these families are raising their children in a Christian church in the middle of Thailand. Mm -hmm. um, that was just really awesome to me, to, to be able to see the children growing up in that and singing the songs. and. You know, dancing around during the worship service is—it was really awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was cool. That we we uh, there was one point we were all singing "Mighty to Save," mm-hmm. and the Thai people were singing it in Thai, and we all recognized the tune, so we were singing it in English, and it was cool because it, you know, me being like a music person, it was like twitching my ears to hear people singing different mm-hmm. stuff on the same tune, but it was really cool at the same time that, like. God is hearing them sing in Thai just as clearly, and He values that just as much as He values us singing in English. And so that's a great that's a great point. Just that um, He's a lot bigger than just English American churches. Yeah, um, and I don't think I'd ever heard anyone pray in a different language mm-hmm. until this trip. Whenever we Facetimed with Mo, yeah. and he prayed for us in Thai. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we our, our rule of thumb now is when in doubt, just bow your head yeah. in, in <laughs> church. Absolutely. <laughs> they're, they're probably praying. <laughs> um, any any other thoughts that y'all have about about the church service? Any any anything there? Starts a lot later than. Yeah, we all eat yeah. l- eat lunch together at noon and then service at like one. We That's should cool. do that in America. <laughs> Start yeah. church at one. We're bringing yeah. it back. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Bring that culture back. Pai Jesu. Pai Jesu. Pai Jesu. I uh, definitely enjoyed, um, after we did the worship service, the ties split off and they had their uh, message. When we went And we went upstairs to a room and we got to talk with a guy who's a missionary on the, CC, on the uh, campus outreach staff team. His name is Brandon. He's an American that's been here for over a year and a half and he was telling us some very interesting points about like perseverance and how uh, faith and fruitfulness in the uh, evangelism field, uh, how it all ties in together and it was very impressive and uh, definitely put it into a point of view of how to be able to realize that while we are suffering we could always be suffering worse and that it's all for Jesus so it's all worthwhile. Yeah, he, he gave us some great points about persevering through this month. It'll, it'll be interesting to like listen back to this first week, the way we sound, versus the third week, yeah. <laughs> if our voice is still is like, oh, yeah, this is fun. And week three, we're like, yeah, so we did this today. <laughs> it was right. So today, I ate some rice. <laughs> 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 or it could be like, first time ever. Or it could be like, even worse, like, survival date. Oh, oh we, yeah, we didn't even talk about the food. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the food summed up in very rice. few senses: rice, rice, <laughs> um, and pork, and spice. Cowpie guy. Yesterday, I had chicken Cal-pie fried guy. rice for breakfast, and then I had it for lunch, and I actually had it for dinner. <laughs> Not kidding. Yeah, we found an American buffet, and it, it was, was godsend. It was a miracle. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. Thai food's better. Yeah. <laughs> We're starting to see dividing lines in our team between Team Thai and Team American. It's getting, it's getting pretty heated. But uh, that's why we got two. And then there's Mike. We got Team DQ. We do have Dairy Queen over here. If you want a good ice cream, you hit the DQ. Yeah, back in America, just just pray that they bring Nutella banana flavor to America. because. Oh, that, but they also that's have a true blessing <laughs> of Pra Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no S, Pra Jesus. Pra Jesus. Pra Jesus. Pra They also have <laughs> sticky rice and black bean flavored blizzards. It's yeah. what? That's, yes. a yeah. that's a thing. Gross. And green tea blizzards. They, yeah, that's right. They have green tea flavored a lot of stuff, and you never see that. Green in the tea States. ice cream. It's pretty yeah, good. It's everywhere. Cool. 
Tastes like bubblegum. No. So that's a that's a good summary of our first week here. It, it went by pretty fast. I can't, it's it's hard to believe that just a, you know a week and a half ago we were chilling in Kentucky. Um, and now we're sweating in Konkin. Um, but uh, yeah, this was this was podcast number zero. Um, but we'll start tomorrow doing uh, one, one a days with uh, Mike Mike Mondays. Mike Mondays. So so thanks thanks for listening this long. We made it uh, you made it twenty five minutes listening to us talk. So good job. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, our, our goal our goal sorry, was ten bro. minutes, but I'm glad it didn't go that long. So uh, thanks for listening and. Uh, we will catch you again soon. So, so- <laughs> 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 oh, yeah.